0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Sean Anderson, and I'm here with my amazing, how would I describe you? How do I want to describe you this time? My my amazing,
1: uh, like, uh, killer podcast partner. <laughs> killer podcast partner. I like it because I'm Stephen Reyes, and I'm just as deadly as that fern. <laughs> yes, you
0: are. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We're talking about uh, just a really, really good, like, fine example of a great 90s action film or an anytime action film. This time we're talking about Leon the Professional, which has some like weird naming issues wherever you go. I think officially in America it's just called the Professional. Yep. It's bes- beside the point. I th- I'm going to call it Leon the Professional because that's what it's called. Um, actually, no, I think it's just called Leon according to the title card at the beginning. Beside the point, we're talking about a great film. I can't wait to talk about this one because it has amazing performances and great action. And and let's just get into it today. Right now, this very moment, you're listening to more...
1: Movies.
0: Please.
1: And we're recording.
0: We're recording, that looks right. Okay, talking about Leon, talking about The Professional, talking about one of my favorite Jean Renault performances ever, and... Granted, I haven't seen him in, like, a lot of stuff. I've seen him in a good amount of things. He was in, what, Ronin, uh, Mission Impossible. He was in that one. Yeah. pretty great in. But this one, hands down, for me, takes the cake. Like, his work in this one is just great and, like, really nuanced. And he's he gives a really good, subtle performance as this hitman who, uh, I don't know, takes on a, a Robin-esque-like ward <laughs> and... Teachers are the train. I, I,
1: I guess so. And I'm surprised you didn't mention his phenomenal work in 1998, Matthew Broderick, Godzilla.
0: Oh, how could I forget that one? Uh, wait, <laughs> I, 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 have a, I have an idea. I think I forgot that one because I've spent a good amount of concentrated, specific time scarring over, scarring over those
1: memories in my mind. Oh, that was a fun B-movie, <laughs> if ever any.
0: Is it on our episode index?
1: It's, it's not, but don't tempt okay. me because I enjoyed it. I, it was absurd, like him using a Polaroid, or so not Polaroid, a uh, disposable camera mm-hmm. while within just little sucking in air to be eaten distance is absurd. <laughs> so yeah. that movie is completely bananas. And this movie is not bananas, which we'll just get this out the way now. <gasps> there will be a lot of screaming because there's a lot of killing in this film. So much killing.
0: So much killing. This man is just an unstoppable, like, juggernaut of, uh, of a mass murderer.
1: Um, so one of my notes uh, to kind of describe Leon is, Leon is Leon is the original Baba Yaga.
0: He is. He is, isn't mm-hmm. he? This, uh, you know, if, if somebody told me that a good portion of John Wick, at least the character, was based on Leon, I'd be like, well, yeah, of course obviously a hitman with like uh, uh, a code yeah
1: yeah natalie portman's the puppy
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes except she doesn't die oh spoilers for john wick sorry everybody yeah well we
1: we did our spoiler warning but imagine (laughs) the i don't know if we get outrage but i know the love we would get from me if we got john wick and leon in the same movie
0: oh yes you know a little while ago uh i forget what the comparison was it was we we were trying to figure out who would win in a fight. Um, John Wick or Batman, maybe? I think it was. And no,
1: I think it was... Um, oh, killing Them Softly, Brad Pitt's character.
0: That's right. That was way off. Batman. I don't know where I pulled that one from. Um, but yeah, that one easily went to John Wick because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Killing Them Softly. He Dude was a ruthless like person, but I think he had, uh, I don't know, <laughs> more patience. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was there. But this one leon versus john wick or leon and john wick like that's the crossover event of the century that i want to
1: see we need to email the people who make the superpower beatdowns and see if we can't get that made
0: whoa how would that one end like i don't even i i don't know because they're both i would bet around the same age they both have like crazy gun skills i don't know, i might put the edge on john wick because it seems like john
1: wick also has the martial arts skills that i didn't really see from leon it's possible but i would be very happy if like that superpower beatdown would end with a decimated city (laughs) both of them literally just down to like twigs they got off the ground because they disarmed each other from all their weapons and they just like both huff and go (laughs) shawarma and just walk away
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes please universe make that happen i i want to see that more than anything and uh you know oh whoa. now I, i'm gonna amend what i said earlier because while john wick has the martial arts skills I don't know if he has the sneaking around skills because, you know, as we saw in the opening scene with that, like uh, a set drug runner guy or whatever, I'm not exactly Mm -hmm. sure what he was doing, but he was dealing with cocaine or heroin or something Um, like dudes running around in in his like penthouse apartment and shooting up the place, shooting up the metal shutters, which is a very interesting (laughs) building. I didn't really understand what was going on there. But then out of nowhere from the shadows, like a ghost comes this knife being held by Leon. And like the, the second before you saw him, you saw Leon, he was looking from outside through those metal shutters. And then suddenly he's inside and he's holding a knife to somebody's throat. How does he do this? This
1: dude is a phantom. Maybe he can make portals. But to, to you mentioned the scene I definitely wanted to talk about with that knife going around his neck. Yeah. The sound was amazing because it was just like um, a rumbling, like not even a heartbeat, just like everything was so amplified. It was deafening for the guy. And the minute uh, the knife touches his neck, gone silence. I was just like, beautiful mix. Just yes. fantastic. And that was at the beginning of the damn movie.
0: I know. Yeah. Like this movie, this is how you start an action movie. This movie is mm-hmm. great because you got this like unseen force. You don't see, you don't see Leon until like he pops out of the shadow. Up until then, he's just this this like force that's killing everybody, stringing them up, mm-hmm. throwing them down stairwells. Uh, it's crazy, and yeah, I think the 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 sound mix really does a lot for this movie to to continue what you're saying, which is kind of interesting because I think uh, as we've been watching all of these movies, movies from like I don't know pre two thousands tend not to at least that I've seen tend. Not to have that sort of um, very like visceral and imaginative sound design. It tends to just be very realistic,
1: I think. I, I agree with you in that, that I did love the, the how intentional they were with this film. Yeah. I will have to give a minor criticism where the dialogue and the action wasn't mixed perfectly. Because there sure. are often times where I had to raise it to yeah. hear what they're saying or and then lower it for the action sequence which is fine but it was just more of there are times where there's actually talking during an action moment and you can't hear the talking because they didn't amplify the words so you can actually hear it through all yeah. this chaos other than the um oh the stanfield's conversation because he's always yelling
0: i know this is i i love 90s gary oldman like mm-hmm. this one fifth element uh, yeah we Dracula, I think uh like he was tapping into this like craziness that you don't usually see in films, and I love every moment of it because it's is almost this like comical exaggerated bad guy character, um especially in the fifth element, and it works somehow like it, it's this dude in Leon who is addicted to s- some crazy barbiturates um and like is. So willing to just traipse through a a, a, like residential apartment building, blasting Mm. people with a shotgun (laughs) is like that shouldn't happen. Like this guy is this guy is crazy pants. But it still is like, I mean, it's clearly over the top, but it doesn't feel like it, it feels like it still works, you know?
1: It definitely works. So there's, before I make my point of his to build off your shotgun comment, I feel like Heath Ledger probably saw Gary Oldman's performance and used that to help channel his Joker performance. Yeah. Because they both were just like in beautiful, controlled maddening chaos uh-huh. and as for that shotgun sequence i thought it was fucking fantastic because he was going to the beat of the music and he his character even acknowledges like hey i love beethoven you want to know why i stopped because the song got boring like that's why he <laughs> just didn't shoot him right in the face like right. nope i was gonna kill you but then we got to the low point in the song and well it just didn't fit like he, he's just l- the embodiment of living in the moment <laughs> yes
0: yes yeah 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 but you're still like classy dignified i mean wearing a suit wearing kind of a kind of a boring beige suit but wearing a suit uh uh just is interesting. listening him. to classical music all the time having like being able to expound on on uh beethoven and mozart because he he loves mozart but just not as good oh. as beethoven's openings
1: oh he he loves it and i never knew like since we we're covering his like persona and his look Uh that going through a set of like 70s curtain beads could look so creepy
0: that was yes absolutely and i think it was the the immediate like violence that just happened and him Mm -hmm. almost like dancing through the curtains yeah it was such a weird like you you have no idea what this guy is going to do next i think it was the the um spontaneity of him that made him like really scary because you're like if I say or do the wrong thing at any time then boom it's lights out for me but then he goes back through the curtain again when uh, Danny Aiello or not Danny Aiello um when uh uh, uh, uh Michael Badalucco Matilda's father um mm. like I I don't know he's mouthing off a little bit I don't know why you would like Matilda's father was giving him so much attitude after he just after the man just like murdered his entire family I don't know that I could do that. But anyway, Gary Oldman started, like, he he was behind the beaded curtain again, and he was just, like, hunched forward and, like, glaring through the beaded curtain, and that part, like, chills me to the bone. It's creepy as hell.
1: Oh, it was extremely creepy, and I'm so angry with the father's character, like, mm-hmm. so the character they wrote for that scenario, that family, that whole messed up drug deal gone wrong yeah, fits, but I'm still, like... Oh, just revolted by the father not even trying to save his kids in any shape or form because he was just like hiding there, like letting everything happen, hoping like that he'd be safe. Rather than he had a shotgun, go try to save the kids. Yeah, use yourself as a shield. Anything, but that was like the embodiment of a selfish piece of trash.
0: I didn't do anything to save the the woman that he was having sex with just a little while ago in the film.
1: Mm -hmm. Which man that scene where she just gets blown away in the tub. That was
0: gruesome. That was rough. Mm-hmm. And then they cut back to that, like, behind the tub, and you just see the hole in the tub and red water dripping through. That I was like rough. All picture
1: was the pretty ro- woman scene gone wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the older daughter just getting blasted in the hallway, too, and just, like, mm-hmm. poof, on the floor. And then even the father dying. Like, he gets shot so much in that front hallway of the apartment.
1: To, and I, I know you are appalled and against violence and death which i respect but i was (laughs) happy at that moment
0: i mean sure i'm sorry this guy was an ass (laughs) he got what was coming to him yeah what a weird (laughs) sentence i'm sorry i I, not a weird sentence it was a peculiar sentence (laughs) giving an implication well i just knew that i was gonna say no i
1: was i just knew like i was about to say I completely was happy with that moment and endorsed yeah. it, which is like the opposite of what we normally would talk about. I'm like, let me just make sure that you guys know he's not endorsing violence like I am right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if anybody needed to get, I don't know, an entire revolvers worth of bullets in the back, it was that guy. Like, it, it would have been two if, to save, yeah, anybody there. Little boy died. Ah, and and like could have stopped all of it at at any point he wanted because he like everybody died because um some of the cocaine that yeah i guess he was holding for these guys was cut and yeah. he had the cocaine he did it it wasn't like mm-hmm. some accident happened or somebody got to the coke he did it none of that had to happen but he was just so like in it for himself that he was willing to let everybody else die just to get a few extra bucks.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he would have had two revolvers worth of bullets in him. If Gary Oldman's partner or just crew hadn't stopped him, he's like, he's dead. He messed up my suit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it doesn't matter. He deserves more bullets. apparently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was an interesting, like his, he was in a weird, like fugue state afterwards. He, he Mm -hmm. like, he murdered this father guy and then was brought out into the hallway and was just sort of like, like he was a little high right there. And probably well, I mean he, he was, was. He had taken that pill. Yeah. Um, but that part was hilarious. The old woman comes out of her apartment and I was like, What's all this noise?
1: Mm-hmm. alone.
0: And shoots that the glass of, next to her and he's like, He said, Go back inside.
1: That was a okay. lovely scene, and it just kind of triggered um the jim carrey's mask scene where wow. he goes oh god <laughs> to the old lady <laughs> oh, no, he screams with his crazy face at the yeah. at the landlord and then jumps out the window and does the horn to the uh-huh. car <laughs> <laughs> so i
0: uh, say so oh, you're man. saying a mask yeah you know what this is a very influential film it's it's it, you know influencing probably john wick uh the mask it's like this movie has touched a lot of Hollywood, and it's it's yeah an important film. Think
1: I guess yeah, you are right that there's a lot of children inappropriateness stuff. Like yeah. Natalie Portman's character, I understand why she was hitting on Leon. Like she connected to somebody who treated her nice. The household she grew up in was just so inappropriate. Sex was everywhere. Right. Body image, beating up, drugs—just like her reality of what was right and wrong was just so warped. Mm. But that whole. Dr- drug dealer guy who got killed not killed got attacked in the first beginning of the movie mm-hmm. he had a young prostitute so like this there's a lot of yeah. inappropriately aged women in this film it's
0: yeah i agree with everything you're saying there i mean it the way the entire movie plays out and the motivations from all the characters make sense um i will say i i think leon is sort of a a very i mean he doesn't do anything he's always trying to push to to keep a distance away from matilda yeah, you know, teaching mm-hmm. her and wanting to be friendly with her, but not giving into any of her desires.
1: Yeah, that and I
0: makes sense that, like you said, makes sense she would kind of think that way because her home life and her upbringing was really fucked up, and mm-hmm. it all follows. Um, I'm glad it didn't go anywhere. I I think I've read that the original script w- went a lot farther than the film did. Even then, even the extended cut that we watched uh, went. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad it was as restrained as this film was. But yes, anybody who has a problem with this film, I completely understand and would like I it makes sense.
1: Oh, yeah. I completely understand that, too, that I do not approve of those characters getting together later on in that kind of capacity, Mm -hmm. even if she were to grow up because the way he met her the age like he's a father figure rather than a equal yeah. But I could see in the future, once they get older, something happening, which whatever that's Yeah. luckily we didn't get to that point in the movie <laughs> that I'm very happy of the way he conducted himself in this film yeah. as a, that character.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do find it. I feel it's unfortunate that the film was made and presented in such a way that even like Natalie Portman later on said that she felt um, objectified. She felt that Matilda was objectified. Um as, I can see that
1: cuz like even that um Guess Who I Am game was yeah. like where did she get those clothes to begin with because yeah It
0: looks like she she maybe took a bunch of her sister's stuff. I, I don't know. It, it was weird. Um yeah, it was it was really pushing the line quite a bit and in some cases overstepped it. Um it's not a perfect film in that way. It's not a film that you can't find like real serious fault in. Um mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that you should forget it. And I'm not saying you should forgive the film, but I, I do think it has other redeeming qualities.
1: Oh yeah. That's, that's just one part of the film, which fortunately our main character pushes against. So that I feel like that's why it was easier for me to watch because I understand where Matilda's coming from. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't bug me as much. Cause I get her perspective and the fact that he's holding back. And I feel like I could be wrong. I don't, I didn't write the script but his expression of love for her was more of you've given me a reason to live. I have a child kind of thing.
0: It was, yeah, it was more paternal. Like he
1: was connecting to her like as an adult level, like the Mm -hmm. way he was sharing. But I feel like the love was parental, even though he was opening up to her on an equal basis. Like I'm talking to you like an adult kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he saw in her like uh, a skill uh like same skill that he had, and also, mm-hmm. kind of an unstoppable like drive to get revenge and
1: to, uh, uh I don't know, escape her past and, and her upbringing. Well, yeah, you had to train that because it's just like if you're going to make a Star Wars reference, uh-huh. this kind of power untrained is easily turned to the dark side because there were so many yeah. random bullets shot by her uh-huh. <laughs> multiple times. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah, <laughs> like, I want to know yeah. what she shot when she shot out the window because. Like you heard screaming, you heard car <laughs> alarms going off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't like flee that place a whole lot faster than they did. I I mean, yeah, and what like was, the fact what that, was that she in New didn't York get, in the
1: 90s like kind of like that. But like uh, the yeah. fact that she kind of didn't get knocked in her ass cuz that was a 45 revolver. That should have knocked yeah. somebody of her size a little bit more down than because she did that one-handed like no way that she could have held that gun (laughs) one-handed
0: i like i probably couldn't i I don't think you can i don't know an 11 year old girl certainly couldn't
1: No, that i I would have been i know this wouldn't have been the right mood for the film of (laughs) her shooting and getting knocked in the head by it but that would have been appropriate (laughs) for what should have happened but it would have destroyed that whole i'm serious i mean business attitude that she was trying to display
0: true yeah 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 um (laughs) yeah yeah i i i love the point you made there with the the whole like could turn to the dark side thing and i i i think you're hundred percent correct there i think without leon's guidance and his mm. his instruction and his encouragement to be good, then she very easily could have turned into just another Stansfield who was okay with murdering anybody that crossed him but also had no like had no line no stopping line
1: he had no line i did i will give well. Gary Oldman, we love him. He's great performance. I'm gonna get that out the way. His character, I will give one point because mm-hmm. when she came after him, he like was so impressed by it. Yeah. So like, at least he recognizes like an impressive person and the guts yeah. she had to with an arsenal. She fucking took an arsenal right. into a DEA office and made it through <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. somehow. Yeah,
0: I I think it-, it echoes what you were saying with the the dark side, light side thing. I think he. He represents the dark side and he's seeing in her a lot of untapped potential. Um yeah. And the ability to like turn her dark and to like uh uh turn her into a, a mini him, you know? And and it's very much a like Vader Obi-Wan thing going on between Stansfield and Leon.
1: Oh yes. I I was like, wait, where are you going for a second? And then I realized facing off rather than apprentice. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 no, one hundred percent. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I do want to say, despite the problematic nature of the film, I think Natalie Portman, like, I, I, I watched, I've seen this film a few times, and I'm still, like, blown away by her performance. This is one of her first films. She was, like, I think she was 11 or 12 when she did this one. <clears throat> and performed with, with such, like, crazy confidence and and um just, like, I don't know, a gravity of somebody that... I don't know, when I was that age, I wasn't, I don't think I was able to do any sort of thing at that that sort of uh, uh, competence or or level or knowledge or skill. It was really impressive to see somebody, like, that, I think, new to acting, just perform so well. And, like, match the the performance of Jean Reno and Gary Oldman. And Gary Oldman, who is one of the greatest living actors ever, and she's right up there with him.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I don't, she's, <sighs> It's like she came out of a master class of acting for two decades and literally other than, Hey, I just got back from recess and I'm killing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it was impressive. Hats off to her. It's clear. I mean, I, I didn't see this one when it came out. It was 94. I would have been eight. This was not a movie I should have been seeing at that time. So I didn't. Um, but I, I think if I had seen this film, at, when it came out and had been aware, like, understood um just her skill it would have been not surprising whatsoever to see the sort of person and actor she became like she had the skills from the very beginning and it's not surprising whatsoever that she's now uh, an oscar winning actress
1: i 100 percent agree seeing her act like this if she had become a crappy actress i would have been shocked like the it's it's like sheldon being good at physics. It's not a surprise. <laughs> uh-huh. You're impressed by yeah. it, but you're like, hey, look what I did. Yeah, yeah, we we know. We expected that. So what else you got?
0: <laughs> get it. You're brilliant. Goodness. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And and didn't she like go to like get multiple degrees in college and stuff like that? I,
0: I think so. Yeah. 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 I uh, I yeah. I think she's she is her her uh breadth and depth of like talent and knowledge and wisdom is it's impressive. And um I don't know what her family and her personal life was like. I'd have to read into it, but, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if like her parents were also like amazing and salt of the earth sort of people. Um, you know, I, I read in trivia for this movie that they insisted on, uh, Matilda. Never, you never actually seeing Matilda smoke. Uh, you know, she's got a lit cigarette sometimes, but she never Mm -hmm. puts it up to her lips and eventually she like throws it away and quits. So I think her parents were very supportive and um, like knew the dangers of uh, uh, what could happen to a child actor. So I, I bet she has an amazing support system around her. I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's one of the biggest reasons why she is such an impressive person now.
1: If only Macaulay Culkin had that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know some child actors have had a rough although I think Macaulay Culkin's doing okay for him these days doing okay for himself I think he's figured out life for himself yeah but I yeah I bet he had a really rough
1: rough time terrible few years yeah one thing that wasn't rough was that scene where they show her perspective of the staircase oh right at the beginning like when they're first showing her feet dangling Uh, yeah and the camera's just kind of floating up Mm-hmm. I, and it just shows you like how tiny she is in this big building. I was just like, Oh, showing her perspective of how small she feels Yeah, because she's gotten beaten up. She's surrounded by crap in the world. And then mm-hmm. you just see like, it, I just love that angle.
0: It was, it, it was a really good shot and an impressive shot. I, I they must, I, <laughs> they were in a stairwell and they had that camera just floating straight up to, you know, from her feet to her head. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that sort of like, production stuff that i am not entirely sure how they did but i'm glad they did it because it looks great and it, yeah you're, you're right it really underscores um just the the size of her personality and where she's coming from and how small sh- the world is around her uh, yeah like you said how people treat her because later on after uh stansfield and his guys leave her father runs out to the staircase to yell down at them and then like slaps her in the face for smoking and mm-hmm. she's just this yeah she's is very small person at that moment and it's it's really interesting to see her um filmed and framed and 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 portrayed as a a much larger uh personality and and energy later on in the film like especially after she meets leon oh yeah
1: that she just carries herself differently the kids who try to bully her for rent on the staircase she's like okay i'll pay for the year does that mean i have to look at you no i'll get out (laughs) Oh <laughs> it was yeah. just like one damn, little girl yeah. talking to like four, maybe five, I can't remember, 90s boys who are trying to bully and they just run away. I'm like, wow, uh-huh. that's commanding a damn room. And it's just, it was, you do it was something really you don't
0: impressive. see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you. It was really cool to see her confidence grow as her abilities did. And the more mm. time she spent around Leon, um, who I, you know, was, I think, very supportive of her and didn't opposed as opposed to her i guess stepfather um or to the to michael badaluco who was always just so willing to put her down and to hit her leon was always willing to say hey you're doing a good job and let's try this again and and you can get there and you're you're you know you're worthy as a person
1: oh yeah no 100 because her stepfather as i like to call him piece of shit Uh just needed somebody to make him feel better somebody he needed that he felt he can have power over because he He was was essentially yeah he was belittled so he needed somebody else to control so he could feel better because i love the fact that his shirt when he's dead is yellow which just Mm -hmm. perfectly goes you yellow belly bastard or whatever yeah 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 he's just he got shot in
0: the spine spineless Mm -hmm.
1: now that thing's gone (laughs) well played uh yeah, that's One an interesting point. that I really liked was when Leon was in the theater watching Singing in the Rain. Yes. Was it yeah. Singing in the
0: Rain? It was Singing in the Rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was
1: uh, Gene Kelly doing,
0: I think, the, the, the big titular song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But his expression was like a child, which I feel like that's going to be our expression when we can finally be in the theater again safely.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I'm looking forward to that so much. And I'm mm-hmm. going to look exactly like him. I'm going to just be like edge of my seat. Leaning forward going like, Yeah, hey everybody else, can you believe we get to do this again? This is amazing, right?
1: Well, you see, I'm gonna try to go to like a really early showing or a really late showing because I don't wanna oh, be yeah. around all the people who are just gonna be like, Well, I've been home watching stuff for a year, so I'm just used to talking now no matter where I'm at and be like, No, oh, not here. I hadn't considered that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could see that happening. Bad habits just
0: getting really reinforced. And it was mm-hmm. bad before. Movie going the movie going but now that everybody's the been pandemic
1: been home. It
0: was not great. Yeah, but then Oh, no, no, Steve, I I didn't
1: want to consider that, but I think you're right. Well, that's where we'll just pick a very good time or we just pick a bad B movie so that at least if they're talking, we'll all yell into the screen.
0: (laughs) I'm okay with that. I don't want it to be in a quiet place part two. that. Oh, no, no. no. Like if you don't follow the suggestion of the of the actual title of the film, then you need you need a good old like uh, uh, Well, I was going to say like a Stansfield done to you. But that's a little violent. Um, but you, you need to be removed, ejected from the theater
1: that, um, I would get ejected because I'd probably be telling them to shut up and getting into a fight. Well, you know what? People paid
0: money for a movie and like, I don't understand that people are disgusting in a movie theater. They talk all the time, their phones are on and they just throw their trash on the floor. It's disgusting.
1: I, I like even the people who leave their box of trash on the seat yeah, I don't like because you could throw it out, but it's better than on the floor, which I still think unless you drop some kernels and you don't want to touch a sticky floor, which I get, take whatever trash you can physically yeah. take with you to the trash can.
0: I mean, a few errant kernels here and there are okay. It happens to me. But yeah, yeah like, don't just like floors at the end of the sticky. movie, you just go
1: like dump, 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 dump. People drop their drinks. It's a dirty floor. Nobody wants to touch the floor. Anything that hits the floor, I do not fault you for not picking it up.
0: Five second rule doesn't exist in a movie theater. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm just talking about picking up your trash. Forget about eating. I wouldn't eat sure. off anything that falls. Like one time a colonel hit my sleeve and like bounced off the armrest. I'm like, nope. Nope. It's lost. It's 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 lost forever now. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Treat treat your theater
0: workers with respect. They're humans too. And they're not your, you know, they're not your mothers and your mother shouldn't be cleaning up after you anyway. Yeah, like, who
1: knows? Don't be a monster. They might have had a Matilda pass and they'll come after you.
0: Could have. Could have. I mean, you know, again, I I don't want to I don't want to suggest violence for anybody, but I've been in some really terrible movie theater uh, showings. And sometimes I think, man, what I uh, uh, what can I get away with here? No, I don't want to murder anybody, but I do want people to I you know what I want. I want like a a beginning of the Matrix when uh, at that point Thomas Anderson is caught by Agent Smith. And he's in that interrogation room and his mouth just seals up. I want that to happen to everybody. Just no more mouths. Just shut up. I was going to go with uh, just duct tape, but yeah. That's okay too. Yeah. Same thing. you know, they can pull off duct tape. Lose their mouth. That's a real problem. That's true. That's true.
1: And if they do it, I'll just keep taping and eventually it's just going to be too painful (laughs) to take it off.
0: Completely agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you just wrap it around their head a couple of times and that's in their hair.
1: Tape them to the seat.
0: Perfect solution. I love that. Yes. Yes, which if, right.
1: if if only that could have happened to the people facing off with Leon. Because man, I felt bad for them because all those guys that take down one guy, <laughs> they did. I like um, Gary Oldman's character is like, I told you to be careful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Oh I, man, I'm yeah, I'm still impressed that it took took. I mean, all of the like, it seemed like the entire police force of New York City descended on that.
1: I, mean, I think it, it was not really, like, but there
0: was a lot of people there.
1: I think they emptied out one precinct for sure. Maybe two. Yeah. And yeah. they had like SWAT there. <laughs> they did
0: SWAT with like uh rocket propelled grenades and just like really, really heavy duty weapons. And mm. inside of a, uh, uh, like an occupied apartment building, it was, I, I mean, how did that fly? Even for the nineties, like, is like, what? How is that acceptable? I mean, precincts would be shut down. There should be, uh, uh, you know, inquisitions happening. There should be investigation. Like, I don't know. I, I I made me wonder, like, who, what did Stansfield do? How could he command that much power and get away with it? I mean, he didn't get away from Leone, but like his superiors didn't show up and say, hey, knock this shit off. He was just allowed to blow up a building all to like capture
1: one dude i think they were afraid of him so either he had stuff on people or he was so effective in what he did mm-hmm. that they just wanted to try to look the other way as much as they could to get the arrest results mm-hmm.
0: yeah i could see that i could see both of those things being the case mm-hmm. i bet people were afraid of him because the man's psychotic but he also i bet he also did deliver results um sometimes by going to uh tony to have That was weird. Some of Leon's hits may have actually been paid for by Stansfield.
1: Yeah, no, that I believe that 100% happened that I wasn't surprised that Stansfield was in league with Tony because he was just a part of the underground criminal network. So he worked. He's like, yeah, it sounds like you have a rogue. We have a rogue hitman who came after my men and he's Italian. So you control the Italians.
0: Mm -hmm. So Mm
1: -hmm. that one made sense. I don't know. I saw one of your notes whether or not Tony was ripping off Leon and I don't yeah, know if was he know. was like giving the kid a hundred. He probably didn't think she could handle more than that, which is funny. Cause she had like still probably like what? 19,000 in her pocket from her family. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's giving her a hundred dollar bill. Like, come back next month. Like, no, yeah. that's not even but, in the 90s. A um,
0: hundred bucks. is isn't going to go that far.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know if he was ripping him off. I think he didn't want him to get smart so that he didn't have, he could still have control over him, uh, but I think sure. he still was protecting him and I could be just optimistic, but I feel like he, if Leon had asked for his money, he would have given him all his money. He just preferred having it. Cause that maybe builds him interest. Maybe he does have it in a bank Yeah, he's living off the interest and just likes having a cleaner who's not complicated and not questioning him.
0: Right. Yeah, but yeah. he treated I mean, he's very successful. He doesn't want to lose his best employee.
1: Yeah, and it seemed like he treated Leon nice that he was trying to be It's possible he's ripping him off, but I feel like he I'm hoping he I wasn't.
0: Mean, the, I was the, the film never gave any suggestion that he was. There was no like wink wink moment, but it just seemed I uh, don't know, it just seemed a little weird and I I try not to trust Mobster hitmen in the first place, <laughs> just as you know, a, a life, um, uh, just the way I live life is like, ah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy what they say.
1: From the very little bit of knowledge I have and the vast knowledge of movies that I have in regards <laughs> to mobsters, I feel like there's nobody you can trust more because they're like, they have their code code that they stick to it. That's true.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I, as like, genteel and forgiving, kind of forgiving, and, and, I Naive, I guess I don't want to say childish, but naive as Leon was,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think if he was crossed by somebody, then that person wouldn't stand a chance, like Leon is an unstoppable killing machine, so I'm sure it was in Tony's best interest not to screw him over.
1: I agree, and you actually kind of bring up a point I wanted to cover is Leon broke his own rules, like he mm. didn't kill women or children, he right. didn't break that, but in regards to going after somebody who's not like a contract or it's too much heat. Yeah. He started going after Matilda's contract without her knowing which was funny because mm. she thought he was blowing her off but he was just doing something for her and then she gets in trouble because she gets in the way of his thing. I want to know how he got in and out of the DEA office cuz he went after actual law enforcement in their own area rather than yeah. waiting to pick them off one by one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know this is in the 90s and security was not it was it was Compared to now, significantly more lax, but like you're walking in there with guns and shooting up the place and then escape a, a pretty fortified building. How does that happen?
1: You know what you, as you said before, this movie inspired a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. It inspired that matrix scene where they walk in with a <laughs> duffel bag of guns. Cause he's essentially the same thing. Like he yeah. beeped at the metal detector and just went quack and you see all the weapons under his trench coat. Yeah. yeah. That's where they, they got this, their ideas from.
0: I, again, I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think this is a really influential film uh, for mm-hmm. for filmmaking. Uh, it's I mean I don't know maybe I need to see more films from from earlier decades. I need to watch more 60s and 70s films.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but this film feels fairly unique, and I, I think it is a film that influenced a lot of later films, as opposed to just being another action film. I think this one you can you can draw. Uh, you can point to a lot of like we've been doing with Matrix and and these other films like they got a lot of stuff directly from Leon.
1: I would agree, and anybody who forces the non extended edition on us, yeah. I'm just going to get a five thousand dollars for a contract.
0: Oh, you're oh okay. You know that's you feel very strongly about that, and I don't disagree. I mm-hmm. I like it, to the point where I was I I bought this movie on iTunes, and I i had the impression that it didn't have the extended edition i was like oh god what am i gonna do i'm gonna have to buy a physical copy i have to like uh uh, well pirate it no i wouldn't pirate anything but Mm -hmm. i can't watch the theatrical cut what the what
1: garbage is that no like and it's it's not that i'm opposed to theatrical cuts there are some that i'm like yeah sure great the extended is just the extended, but this one it changes so drastically Mm -hmm. it's kind of like when we finally see the Snyder cut, which apparently is going to be like four hours.
0: I am. I mean, as just said, as, as, as an aside, League. I am very much looking forward to that. I am I'm very, very intrigued.
1: That much extra movie. I wow. feel like could actually save it just because that's Maybe. an entire yeah. film that they had cut out.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I want to go into it with my expectations not incredibly high because, you know, it could still be bad, but mm-hmm. I think it'll at the very least be incredibly interesting and right up my alley. I think the same for you. I think, I think we're, we're both very they, unabashed fans of that sort of uh, genre.
1: Yeah, I think the only thing that would still bug me is just Superman's CGI lip. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because.
0: they would take another pass at it and it'll it'll look
1: less ridiculous. Because, oh, I have to keep my mustache for the Mission Impossible movie I'm doing.
0: Sure. It, Although, didn't they do reshoots? Didn't Snyder do additional reshoots?
1: I so hope Henry so. Ca-
0: I feel like he did. So Henry Cavill may, I don't know, maybe they, they just redid those scenes. Who knows?
1: I hope so. Because, like, it's easier to put a fake mustache than to CGI one out. Come on. Yeah. Oh, clearly. Shave, yeah. damn it. Anyway.
0: Well, that blame Tom Cruise for that. <laughs> it's That's, Tom Cruise's fault. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well he's we will talk about Tom Cruise. His films I enjoy. Some of his logic, meh his personal
0: uh, life is is, in my estimation, a mess, but I love his work. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay I with separating the man from the art in this case.
1: I don't know the full story of his freak out over somebody not following COVID nineteen procedures on set. But No, that's
0: fair. I, I, I support him there. The Scientology oh, thing is the mess.
1: Oh yeah, that's the mess. No, I meant like I don't know like what the scenario was like if he was going over the top, but initially just not even knowing it. I love the fact like, nope, going off on somebody for not being safe. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: Like it was these guys who weren't wearing masks and his rationale for it. for I like, I don't know. Did he yell a lot when he didn't need to yell? Maybe nobody needs to yell at anybody else. I don't know. But his point behind it of like saying like, if this production gets shut down because of your guys' nonsense, then Mm -hmm. Thousands of people are out of work because of what you guys did. So stop being so selfish and consider everybody else for once. And you
1: don't want to piss him off because any set he's on, especially nowadays, he's either fully in control of it or powerful enough to be like, they're gone. I don't want to see them in the next five minutes.
0: He produces every one of his films these days. So yeah, he is Mm -hmm. the boss as in addition to the being the main actor in this case, in this case, except for the murdering, I hope he hasn't done he's very much like Stansfield.
1: Yeah. Like he can 100% just fire and you're lucky if he doesn't sue your ass.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's powerful enough to, to be one of those guys who can say, you'll
1: never work in this town again. And he'll, he'll actually mean it. That's kind of awesome. We need to see movies like that, but to get back on this film, Oh, it was just, we could go on for hours on this one, but I definitely have to say that final scene. For me, which so which one—the final
0: scene with uh, Leon and Stansfield, or with yes. Matilda? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, him Actually, and Matilda. Both, I want to talk about both of those.
1: Yeah. Well, let's go with the him and Matilda one because that was just heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. Ah, oh, God. I. Because I think to I don't her, know oh, everything okay. that was going on. Uh-huh. It. It reality hadn't kicked in for her. Like when you're a kid, you think you're invincible. Not a like you're gonna go stuff in front of a car, but you feel like most things you can do and you're not going to get affected until really it's like, yes, you do need to wear a beanie. You can catch a cold. Yes. Like, I feel like finally reality kicked in when she realized they could die because of how extreme everything was happening. Like, uh, yeah. hadn't really grasped the world she was entering.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I think up until that point she had thought like, Oh, we'll just, we'll, we'll bound around. We'll have fun. We'll, we'll shoot some people. Uh, mm-hmm. it'll just be a couple of drug dealers here and there. Not too bad. But then when the entire force of a couple of new york city police precincts bears down on you and like you're getting picked up by the police officers and and used as bait for this person you love things get a little a lot more serious i was impressed that she gave the wrong code that was yeah that was some quick thinking i mean without that everything would have been over
1: yeah because like and the fact that she was brave enough to like she's surrounded by people who are already overpowered her and she's still like f you mm. especially when she spits at them when they let her go <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> that was amazing
0: know i think uh, she may have also realized that um it's stansfield who's after her she knows why all those police officers are there if he was able to just like in cold blood murder all of her family then she doesn't stand a chance the next time she's alone with him mm-hmm. i mean he, he he suggested as much in the bathroom that he like he's fine with killing
1: and he'll kill oh. her that scene was so creepy because he's just like the whole lip thing. oof.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, oh God, Leon saying bye to Matilda and, you know, you don't know if they'll see each other again. And God, y- yeah. I mean, you, this being a movie like this, you kind of get an inkling like, oh, she's, pr- he's probably going to die. But then mm-hmm. he gets so close to not dying and then he dies anyway. Ah, so it just really pulls at my heartstrings.
1: That Trojan horse essentially move of like, I'm going to put on yeah. the armor of the other people and just walk right on out because- They didn't have any like bolo's photos of the person that they passed out to all the officers, so he could have made it out. But fucking Stansfield, which I'll give him credit, is smart. Like he, oh yeah, being a high asshole, he is clever.
0: Yes, yeah, and not clever enough though, because didn't check the didn't check inside the dude's coat for grenades.
1: Well, who would think that even. If he had grenades, that somebody who just got shot in the back of the head is going to be strong enough to. I thought it was just like in the back somewhere. If they got shot in
0: the back of the head with that
1: gun that guy was carrying, wouldn't his face be gone? Possibly. It felt like there was blood coming out of his head, but who knows where uh, it was. But the point being is, like, who would think somebody who's dying is going to blow themselves up?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Leon's kind of almost just as crazy as Stansfield. He's willing to go all the way.
1: Well, and I, I love his lo- line. Like, if you're gonna get a last line, that's one fucking yeah. hell of a last line.
0: That's so. That one was so good. It was like so full of like love and meaning for mm-hmm. Matilda, but also such a good like fuck you, yeah, to <laughs> to Sansfield. Oh, oh. Was so great! And then seeing Sansfield just going like, "Oh shit, oh oh no!" <laughs> and
1: and i the I, biggest
0: I, explosion. I know he had a lot of grenades on him. But that explosion was enormous.
1: I'm going to believe it because one, I want to, two, yeah. that was an old 90s building. Who knows how the <laughs> gas mains were? They were close to the basement. So right. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to let I'm gonna let them sell me on that one.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that too. Oh, it was fantastic. That was, that was a good way. That's a good hero's death, as they say.
1: It, it was. And what did you think of how they had the camera just kind of sway down? Like, oh, like, like the camera was fainting. Leon's oh, yeah. perspective
0: I, I love that i loved how they did that because you know see leon walking down that that hallway stansfield comes behind him and then they go to like a first person view of leon and mm-hmm. i love that they they did uh they racked the exposure ring uh on the camera lens to when to to show that bullet hitting him so everything yep. gets momentarily like really bright and overexposed and then goes back down to normal. And then the camera falls to the ground. It's really good. It's really immersive. And then it's, they do another rack and they do a slow rack. So everything gets really bright again as he's sort of like fading, I guess. He's going to light.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the music cues match everything. Like, everything's yeah. good. And as soon as he gets shot
0: again, yes. just yeah. like
1: sucking the sound away. And you're just like, no. So
0: good. Yeah. It's really heartbreaking, and every moment there, production-wise, just
1: supports um, the agony of losing him, mm. and
0: and probably his agony of, of not being able to see Matilda anymore either.
1: Especially since he had just gotten a taste for life, because yeah. he enjoyed himself up until he lost his first love mm. at 19, which you had made a note about why is he sharing what he does with Matilda. I think the reason why he was so open about his career and profession and all the mayhem he does... Is because he, at a young age, got exposed to that world and has never lived anything else. So, for him, that's normal conversation. This is normal life. Like, it doesn't faze him that somebody could get freaked out by what he's sharing. But still, like, he finally, after so many years, wanted to enjoy life rather than just stick to his routine. And it's like, great. Now you finally have a taste for it, but you lost it. I know
0: that's that's uh, that's the tragic part about it. That's why I think it's such a good film is because it's a good tragedy because he gets so close and then you have it just ripped away from you. And he realized it too. I mean, in his in his like little speech before sending Matilda down the the that hole in the wall, he's like, "You've given me a taste for life. You you've shown me that life is worth living again, and it's it's all thanks to you." Oh God, it's heartbreaking. Ah, and it really, I mean, it really hits Matilda too at that point. You know she escapes, she goes to see Tony, and Tony is Tony's like heartbroken too, and kind of raises his voice well, at
1: her. Tony knows he betrayed him. Like he kind of was in a tough spot. He had his operation. He had kids there, which who knows what relation that was to him. Yeah. That his cleaner went off the rules, like broke protocol essentially. Mm-hmm. So he it was either die with Leon or betray his friend and live. Yeah, and. So she's rocking a hard place. And so he feels guilty too. Cause he just sent since he his, gave up his friend, friend to death. Yeah. yeah. But you
0: know, I, I think Matilda will be okay. I would, I would love to see, I don't think we'll ever get it, but seeing like a, a sequel to this one, seeing what happens to Matilda.
1: The professional part two. Yeah. As yeah. her as a cleaner.
0: Yeah. It could be called Matilda, the professional.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that could work. And then she just goes on her own. It's like, she doesn't take cleaning contracts. She picks people who she thinks she could pull have a dexter code essentially oh
0: sure yeah 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 it just goes after the bad people goes after Mm -hmm. people like stansfield
1: and her stepdad who messes with kids
0: yeah yeah why not i well i would watch that film i think it would still work i mean uh natalie portman is uh what a good 30 years older now but mm -hmm. i mean she's still that's still young enough to to do a sequel to this film hell
1: um what is it Bruce Willis and um what's the other one Liam Neeson are still kicking ass in their movies
0: yeah 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 you could you could I mean she's not their age but it would so totally work and it would be engaging because those films are good
1: yeah and that's my point is that they're at their current ages and still badass characters on screen so she can easily pull that off
0: absolutely I would 100% watch it
1: I would watch it and And then and
0: I think it would give her a chance to um to to maybe right some of the wrong she felt with this movie to make it less about an exploitation of a a young person and more about
1: somebody doing good in the world I agree that she was exploited as a child in this film Mm -hmm. I think there was still more to the story which we both have talked about But I definitely feel like there isn't a ton to fix, but there is stuff that she can fix 100%. Mm. But in regards to this film, well, for me, rent or buy, I don't care about renting. You buy this film. (laughs) Uh Like, I'm so mad that the only 4K version right now on video on demand is the theatrical one. Like, literally, I looked at it and I watched it. And then Nicole came out, and she's like, "Why are you angry? Because they have four K, but it's not the edition I want." And I'm just like yelling at the screen.
0: I don't know why they do that. I, I feel like that—that that seems to be a thing now. I think Terminator—I think Terminator Two is like that as well mm-hmm. in some places. I don't understand why. I don't know. What, like, okay, do one if you have to, but then do the other. Why not?
1: Yeah, and if you do the other, then all you have to do is cut out the scenes that you don't need for the theatrical, and you're done. It's not that you know, hard. You, we have nonlinear editing ju- systems for a reason. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I 100% recommend this movie to own it, get it because if you are streaming it, and one day that streaming service doesn't stream it anymore, kind of like how Peacock took the Office off Netflix, which I completely get. I understand the logic. They I don't agree rights. with it. It's, yeah.
0: yeah, it's whatever.
1: But get this movie because you want to have it in your arsenal. Yes, I chose my words wisely.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. I completely agree. For me, this one is an instant buy. I've bought it a few times, a uh, DVD, Blu-ray, uh, Same. digital.
1: Yeah. I have a steel tin blue, uh, Best Buy edition for this one. And so oh, haven't I sold see. it, even though I have digital. Yeah. Cause like, it's, I want this on the shelf.
0: It's worth keeping. It's really good. And oh, I, an influential movie, as we've talked about, it, it's just, it's really great. I, this is one, like, even if it's not on sale, buy it. It's really, it's, it's a good movie. It's, um, it's, it's a really weighty movie. It's. I think, around two hours, at least two hours. I think the extended version is a little over two hours. So you get your money.
1: 14.
0: Yeah, you get your money's worth with this one. It's got a lot of great action and a lot of good action from a time when uh, visual effects weren't so prevalent. So it feels more real than a lot of current action films might feel for, for people. It's it's really good and you'll see some amazing performances.
1: Oh, it's just fantastic performances that even though Nicole walked in on the movie at the end and I had to try to lie to her that he wasn't dead cuz she's like, "He's dead?" Like, no, "No, no, no. Um we we think he's dead and like I'm going to be sent to the couch for that one when she actually watches it." <laughs> oh, no. But no, it's <laughs> worth watching over and over again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It it, it uh, even if you know what happens at the end, I think it does as we found out, has a lot of replay value. Mm-hmm. It's worth watching again. Yep. So it's it's
1: phenomenal. I loved it. It is a fantastic film. We are going to rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. We won't re-record again because we'd rather you guys go watch it than <laughs> listen to us talk about it over and over and over. But as always, we want to thank everybody for listening. We hope you enjoyed hearing this episode as much as we really enjoyed talking about this film. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever a person can leave a review. It truly does help us out. And that will give us more opportunities to share movies like this, which if you haven't bought Leon the Professional, hit pause, go buy it, come back and finish hearing what I'm saying, which is thank you guys for listening. I'm Stephen Reyes with my amazing cleaner of a (laughs) co-host, Sean Anderson. And this is More Movies,
0: Please.